This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we're back. Hour number two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Bob Carey joining us now. And uh, he is ready for Ron.com is the website. He's a leader of the Veterans for Ron. Bob, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me. Well, we appreciate you joining us. So uh, when I saw your name on there, you know, on our, uh, you know, kind of the uh, publicist list, and I'm like, okay, we're, you know, we're, you're in good company. Let's just say that because, you know, Andy and I kind of feel the same way about the whole presidential upcoming election in 2024 and who our candidates should be and so on. And uh, uh, how should I say this? We know that goes against the grain with some of our listeners when we say that, but we still feel like Mr. DeSantis is the best candidate of choice right now. Well, I appreciate that. And look, I, I, I like him in large part because the guy gets things done and he, and he knows how to win elections. You know, you don't go from, uh, from winning the election in 2018 by less than one percentage point, almost having a recount, to winning it by almost 20 points because of demographic shifts and people moving down from Michigan and Ohio to, to, to Florida. No, you do that by, by convincing the electorate that you are the right man or woman for the job and convincing them to vote for you, even if they voted against you the first time. And I like that about him. Bob, I got to be honest. I, I think that if he is our candidate in 2024, it's not a matter of will we win. It's by how much and what kind of coattails he would have both in the Senate and House. I believe that he would win such a massive landslide. I think he's unstoppable. I think his manner of handling the um, his strategy for handling things like the media or, um, you know, sending illegals up to, um, where do you send them to? All over so far, the all over the country so far. Yeah, and, and I mean... New York, D.C., other places. Yeah, Martha's Vineyard, though. Martha's that Vineyard. was the one that, that, that... Yeah, because it was so brilliant. I have not seen a Republican politician come along who knows how to play the chess game like him since Reagan. Exactly. And, and, and it's not just, you know, a chess game. It's knowing... How politics works. It know, it's knowing how the integration of policy and politics works together. Yeah. And it's knowing how to be able to do that in a way that not only the members of a legislative body agree to, but also the voters. He took a state that was purple and trending blue and turned it so deep red that the head of the DNC in Florida just quit because he said it's it's hopeless. It's over. I give up. Yeah. And There's he, my white flag. Right. Okay, look, we're in a country right now where everybody everybody on our side thinks there's no hope because they're just going to cheat us out of the next election no matter what. Well, guess what? He won by 20 
I mean, the guy is a freight train. He is... I happen to love Donald Trump. I think he was a wonderful president. I'd love to have him as president again, Bob. But Ron DeSantis, I don't have to worry about marketability to the to the great middle, the great political middle. I know they go, they they're going to love him. Okay, and, and I look, know they are. I, it's proven. I worked I worked at the Republican National Committee in the 2016, 2014 and twenty sixteen cycles. I ran their military and veteran engagement program. I worked hard to get Donald Trump elected to president. Uh, in, in 2016. So, so you're like us. You're not anti-Trump. You just feel like there's a better this is candidate. Not, this, is, this, is, this is just about liking Ron DeSantis. And, you know, I mean, if people have a concerns about, you know, a tough primary, well, frankly, iron sharpens iron and steel is forged in fire. And President Trump had a very tough primary yeah. in 2016 and won handily. And President Biden had a very tough primary as well. I mean, Vice President Harris was eviscerating him in the debates, and she's now his vice president. So, you know, good. You know, let the voters decide. That's what the Republican Party is not about the leadership. The Republican Party is about the voters and the members. And let the Republican Party members decide in primary votes. But in 2024, it's not going to be the same kind of primary if Ron wins. There's two big differences. Number one, if he runs. Okay. Number one, you're not, you're not going to have that many others come out. There are a few, but they're a joke. Okay, look, it's a two-man race, whereas it was not in 2016. It was a wide-open field. Not this time. It'll be a two-man race. And number two, Trump has never faced a powerhouse like this. Okay, he has never faced somebody this wildly popular, wildly successful, and also this beloved by all sectors of the GOP. This is we've not seen this before. And look, I'm not worried about, you know, I'm not worried about the 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 relative ability of or the relative likability of one candidate versus the other. I am. I like I like Ron DeSantis. He's a fellow veteran. He knows how to get things done. I mean, there's not. okay. the seals are a pretty closed, closed group. Hmm. Uh, They are pretty tight. He goes down. He goes down to Iraq with the SEALs as a judge advocate general, as the lawyer to tell them what they can and cannot do in the rules of warfare. And they still give the guy a bronze star. Uh, you know, judge advocates general don't get bronze stars. No. He did. You know, and, and that, that speaks volumes to me hmm. as, as a veteran. Good point. Bob, first of all, by the way, thank you for your service. I'm also a veteran, so thank you so much, and I appreciate what you're doing. Um, you're trying to do something, though, that is very unique. You're trying to push somebody into running. Okay. Encourage. Encourage, Bob. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. it that way, right? Oh, well, and, and, and I look, think push. Have, have... I, I like it, though, but I, I love the strategy. Do you think this can I, I Obviously, there's no way DeSantis can embrace your pack. He can't do that ahead of time. That would be obviously going against all kinds of mores. But well, and not only that, we are an independent expenditure right. political action committee. Obviously. So we are not allowed to coordinate with them. We are doing this independently. Right, You're I know that. Own. Right, but the bottom line is, you are trying to do a national movement where you get him to run. What's it like? It's invigorating. It's awesome. It's like the greatest operational plan that I ever had to do in the military, and now I get to do it in politics. It's great, and I get to do it with veterans. We were just down at the Student Veterans of America convention in Orlando this last weekend, and we got probably 100 folks to sign up to say they want to be able to participate. 
And, you know, and people say, oh, that hundred, that's not that much. You know what I did in the 2016 cycle, I did air shows where I had 16 people working two days and we were pig and slop happy that we had 400 volunteers come out of that. So, no, I think this early on, a hundred is a pretty good number actually. And, and we're going to start training them and we're going to start showing them how to be good uh, field operatives. And we're going to train them how to be able to canvas, knock on doors, make phone calls. And what we want to be able to show people that are advising uh, Governor DeSantis is you have a pretty robust field program already in place. And in key states like Iowa, Nevada, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas. And, you know, and, and we had people out on Election Day of 2022 getting in six states, getting people to sign uh, petitions asking Ron DeSantis to run two years prior. And we had people out there already. We want to make sure that he understands and the people that work with him understand that people are excited about Governor DeSantis. They want him to run and they're willing to work for him. Bob, what did it do for your hopes when, let's face it, it was a bang, bang thing in the polls. Trump came out. And by the way, once again, I love Trump. Okay, but I'm just talking about strategy here. When he came out and started calling DeSantis Ron DeSanctimonious and said that he was an average governor, when he came out and did that, there was such a backlash that DeSantis soared in poll after poll after poll in, you know, state Republican Party polls and so forth. What did that do for your heart? Did it leap? Did you did you start to see a lot more hope? I've had hope from the very beginning. Governor DeSantis is a real candidate. He's someone that knows how to get it done. He got that bridge of Sanibel Island done after Hurricane Ian in what, 10, 13 days? I mean, I don't know a military organization that can build a bridge that long to an island in 13 days. Uh, And he got it done. Um, You know, no one, I mean, the the, the press was all ready to just lambast him about uh, his response to Hurricane Ian. And you know what? They couldn't because his response was pretty spot on. I used to be a disaster recovery guy in the, in the Navy, and I know what is good and bad disaster recovery. All right, if folks out there <laughs> listening, Bob, want to... One, one, go ahead. One thing. We're going we're gonna to start selling white boots, white rubber boots, with Ready for Ron, Veterans Ready for Ron stickers on them if people want to buy them, and they can get them at, better, at readyforron.com, readyforron.com. Okay. That was my next question. There's folks out there listening that want to participate and or get recruitment information or whatever is that the same place to go yep and if there's someone wants to, if a veteran wants to reach out to me specifically my email address is bob at readyforron.com okay easy enough bob thank you appreciate your enthusiasm good luck give us some updates as this goes along and you know we'd love to keep chatting so just let us know what you need from us outstanding looking forward to it appreciate it very much and uh, again you know make sure that we're very clear on this andy and i think have been all the way through we are not against Donald Trump. We have no No. idea who's even going to be running in the primaries. All we're saying is we feel that Ron DeSantis, at this point in time, January the 10th of 2023, he right now currently is a better choice for a candidate. That's all. Far, far better. And uh, by the way, that could be totally different in six months. We have no idea. could change. That's right. And one last thing, uh, I never endorse in primaries. You know that. 
I haven't because, you know, first of all, I've been, uh, you know, a um, district captain and then I was the vice chair of a, of a county party. And now I'm, a, you know, I'm a personality on the air. I try not to endorse in primaries. We're only talking about marketability. Can he win? Okay. All right. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. Speaking of veterans, yes. Dave Bancroft, along with Andy, and you just heard from Bob as well. Veterans, if you want to deal with a veteran-owned and operated company when it comes to your windows and doors, and by the way, these are not just because it's veteran when, you know, veterans owned, veteran owned and operated. Uh, they've got some of the best products on the marketplace and can tailor those to you and your home directly. Talk to Dave today. He'd love to talk to you and get things set up for your home. 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors holds the standard that their products will be as efficient 30 years from now as they are brand new. They do this by offering products that exceed code, are engineered to last a lifetime, and are backed by a warranty which reflects that. The owner, Dave Bancroft, will tell you Windows and Doors can look the same or even identical yet have completely different energy codes. That's why when you work with Veteran Windows and Doors, they explain what the NFRC label and Energy Star ratings actually mean. They can prove that what you're buying meets the energy code requirements for where you live, saving you more money on your heating, lighting, and cooling bills. Make an investment you can trust with their lifetime warranty on your purchase and a five-year installation guarantee. See what Dave and his team can save you with energy-efficient windows and doors by calling Veteran Windows and Doors right now at 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash windows. High Five Plumbing is next. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's the number to call. And, yes, you want a qualified plumber when things aren't going well, especially if it gets way above your head. I know there's simple things that some folks can do, but if you need some real technical help, give High Five a call. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You should be flushing your water heater at least once a year. Scheduling routine maintenance with High Five Plumbing Now allows you to be frugal down the line. Keep your operational costs down over time by ensuring your water heater is functioning properly. When you don't regularly flush your tank, mineral buildup can mean that your water heater loses energy efficiency, increasing your gas and electric bill. A water heater flush with High Five is an easy-to-schedule service that is cost-effective in the future. With consistent maintenance, you can even extend the life of your equipment and stave off future plumbing emergencies. High Five Plumbing can save you money down the road with simple maintenance that you can schedule right now. Get on the books today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out a contact form at klzradio.com plumbing. Make sure to mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and a wave service fee for KLZ listeners only. Solar Energy Partners, find out if you and your home both qualify for solar, and it could be a big savings for you if you do. 303-378-7537. Talk to Alan today. Every month is the same. You see the balance on your power bill, and you feel months' worth of compounding anxiety around your cash flow, inflation, and now another electricity rate increase. Alan Davis with Solar Energy Partners has a plan to save you money and proactively ease your anxieties in the future, too. The first part of his plan is to help you lower your power bill with solar energy by about 40% over the next 30 years, usually saving you more than $1,000 in the first year alone. By choosing to work with Alan, you're making an investment that saves you money and stress for years to come. The second part of his plan to save you money is to help you get away from the big power companies that keep increasing your rates. 
The third part is to eventually get you into a place where you pay nothing for your electricity usage. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to learn more about how he can save you money on your power bill. Set up a consolation appointment today. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com slash sun. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy, Charlie. Joe sent me this this morning. Joe, if you're listening, thanks. This is pretty, this is thought-provoking. And I believe shows how far even conservatives have gone in allowing government to do things that it was never intended by our founding fathers to do in the first place. Okay. Think of all the things... You can't do, particularly in cities, without government permission of some kind. Joe's got a partial list. You and I can probably add to this. Hunt, drive a car, drive a motorcycle, fish, sell real estate, buy a gun, add a deck to your home, board an airplane, practice law, sell alcohol, fly a plane, practice medicine, cut or color hair for money, manufacture or sell products, build a house, run a bar, or a restaurant even, Breed dogs, get married, operate a forklift that you don't own, sell milk, beef, or other agricultural products, and the list goes on. So he's talking about anything that you need a license for. And, yeah, I mean, there are even some cities, Andy, where you probably know this. Most of you listening probably do as well. There are some cities where you can't even have a garage sale without a city permit. Wow. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of neighborhoods around this area and around the Denver area even where if you're going to have a garage sale, you have to apply for a permit from the city to do so. Okay. Let me ask you this, John. If, or, or Wait. You want to finish on no, that point first? Fine. What do you think are things that we should have licenses for? Because I happen to be very anti-licenses. Me too. I think we have way, 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 way too many. I think they're in place for two reasons. Number one, control. Number two, money. I think the government, this is simply a money-raising thing to do. It's a money grab without taxes. Ha ha, without the title taxes. Mm -hmm. And also it's control because if you can control licenses, you can control who gets them and who doesn't. That's correct. 100%, Andy. So you can be biased. 100%, yes. I feel, and I think I've got a good example of this. And by the way, they don't make us safer. No, and I'll give you an example of why. So most people don't know this because you would think, given the nature of the business, that it would be highly, highly regulated given that people's safety, to your point, Andy, is at hand. In the state of Colorado, and I know there's a lot of other states that aren't run this way, but in the state of Colorado, you do not need a license to operate a motor vehicle repair shop. None's needed. All you need is a sales tax license. So even somebody like, I'm going to pick on Andy because Andy's not a technician. No, I am you? not. You are not. So Andy, Are the, the wheels on the bottom or the top? And in, it, You know what? Given that you don't have to have a license in the state of Colorado, Andy, you wouldn't need to even know that answer. As long as you can go down and get a sales tax license for wherever that place of business would be that you decide to start... You can hang up Andy's auto repair and fix cars and do whatever you want to do in the state of Colorado, no problem. There would be mass deaths on the road. Well, here's what's ironic about that. Okay. How many of them do you hear do that, and how many deaths daily do you hear from rogue 
auto repair shops like yourself that might go into business that have no business being there in the first place? None. So do we or need, next to none? Do yeah. we need licenses for auto repair shops, knowing that there's a lot of safety devices on that car, brakes and other things that if they aren't done correctly could cause really a lot of damage to a lot of different people? Why then, Andy, in the state of Colorado, are repair shops not licensed? Well, I don't know about the state of Colorado, but I know that the free market, okay? Because obviously, if <laughs> you know, you can get sued if you yes. do a poor job and people Thank die. Thank you. So and, there's and, already a thing in place. And we do a really good job in the state of Colorado also of, in, in a way, policing ourselves. And what I mean by that is we have a great association in Colorado. It's called the Automotive Service Association. We do a really good job of promoting training and teaching and making sure that even some of those shops that maybe aren't quite up to speed get up to speed. Because the biggest fear in Colorado for years in that industry has been licensing. None of us want it. Okay, so let me add another bad thing to licensing. Okay. I mean, and it piggybacks on what you just said. Obviously, the two things, number one, they're just robbing us. Okay, it's just money. It's just a money grab for the state, right? Mm-hmm. And number two, they want the control. They can say who gets it and who doesn't. But number three, everything, as you say, where we don't need licenses, everybody self-polices. They are self-governing. They keep an eye on these things. They make sure that somebody has good Google ratings at their shop and so forth, right? But the second something requires licenses, have you noticed that people don't self-regulate and they expect the government to keep it safe for them? Mm-hmm. And suddenly people aren't, you know, they're not policing it themselves. So every time you have something licensed, suddenly society becomes a little less able to self-govern. Yep. Dave Hart just, you know, he's our roofer. Right. Just texted in and said, by the way, Roof Savers of Colorado, anything you need for your roof? Here's what Dave said. Good grief. What I have to go through to pull permits for roofing and siding and each individual jurisdiction, it's insane. That's for your roof, which I know needs to be safe. And if debris were to fall off and different things and so on, I get that that needs to be a safe thing. Yeah, but but your car has to be safe too, John. Your car has to be safe. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. The brakes on it, the tires, how they're put on, wheels. I mean, you name I can go down the list of all the different safety things that are on your vehicle that if somebody screws up, it's a problem. Right. And if he didn't, if Dave didn't have to go through all the licensing, by the way, that gets passed along to the consumer in mm-hmm. cost. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of the licensing, first of all, he has to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But secondly, it also simply adds to his workload, which has to be compensated for as well. See what I mean? Yep. All it does is add cost. So imagine this for a moment. If we licensed, if we required licenses on, let's say we took away 90% of the needed licenses in Colorado today, how much cheaper would Mm. life be? Life. I'm just talking life in general. Give me a few examples, Mr. Business, uh, you know, a consultant. Oh, there are so many different places. I mean, if, if... If you want a list in the state of Colorado... Oh, it's endless. ...of what needs licenses, just go to the Division of Regulatory Agencies, or DORA for short, and get an idea of all the different things in the state of Colorado that require licensing. Your haircut cost would go down, Andy. That one just plain and simple. Yeah. That one alone. We could go down the list of all the different things that are out there. Now, you asked earlier, and we'll get to John here first in Cheyenne, but you asked me, we'll talk about this as soon as we come back from the break and after talking to John, what should be licensed? That's a tough one. So you asked a really good question. I'll, I'll think about that. So John and Cheyenne, you're next. Go ahead, sir. 
Hey. What's up, man? Uh, everything. No, just watching the windmills turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, it means the wind's blowing. Yeah, it's it's that uh, twenty five thirty. Not nothing to write home about. <clears throat> um, but uh, you talk about permits now in Wyoming. It's you know every county's different. Like when the guy did my roof, he said, "Well, we don't need a permit." And I said, "What?" And I called the county, and they said, no, we don't require a permit to replace a roof. Whereas you go up to Casper in Natrona County, they require a permit to build a tool shed. <laughs> and what See, that's another one. Now, now, you know, Andy's asking me, which one should require one? No, John, a tool shed should not require a permit. I'm sorry. That, that's, that's just ludicrous, in my opinion. I mean, why, how could you they know, even justify that? Oh, they do. Well, and the way they justify it is they probably, well, John, told you that if it's over a certain square footage, you have to have a permit, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was 100 square Yeah, feet. if it's over 10 by 10, you got to have yeah. a permit. So basically, yeah. you've so, got to have a little one and call it Barbie's Dream Tool Shed, and that's the only thing that you can have. It's the 10 by 10 she shed. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only or, thing you can have without paying right, without the government. That's right. Oh, geez. Go, right. or, go ahead, John. Like, yeah. If you like me and you live in the middle of nowhere, you just do it and say, you know, what well, are And a do? lot of people still do that, and frankly, I can't say yeah. as I blame them because of the topic that we're talking about here. Well, you know, you talk about uh, permits and everything. You have to have that emissions test, right, to license your car, but they don't do a safety inspection. How can you not do a safety inspection? What's Wait. more important, John? Safety or, you know, do the brakes work? Oh, Safety and the, the reason work. why in Colorado we still do emissions is that really as much as I want to pass that on to the state and our legislatures, uh, I learned a lot uh, several years ago by trying to run a petition to eliminate the emissions uh, you know, the missions license or the missions um, stickers, whatever you want to call it, you know, the, the, the emissions program we have, Air Care Colorado and Colorado. Okay. The problem is the feds require it because we, you know, occasionally with our air inversions, we exceed right. their quote unquote, you know, air quality standards. And so they require a state like Colorado to have a program in place. So the only way to get that change would be to go to feds. Yeah. And that's that's the EPA, which are unelected bureaucrats. Correct. Which- Thank you. In other that words, is, gods. In other words, is, it ain't going to happen. And it's everything from your city government, your county commissioners, your state government. It's never the people that you elect. It's the unelected, yep. entrenched bureaucrats that have been there 40 years that are putting these rules out. Who, by the way, I'm glad you said that, John, who, by the way, and I know you're listening, I really don't care, who, by the way, know they're going to outlast every politician that comes along and they just scoff at the politicians. They don't care. Oh, yeah. They don't. And here's the biggest kicker. Did you see the EPA thing on eliminating gas stoves? Oh, yes, I did. We were going to talk about that today. Somebody texted me earlier. I'm glad you brought it up. So tell everybody what's coming, John. The EPA says that there's toxic emissions from your natural gas cooktop and and stove oven. So we got to eliminate it because it's not safe. Mm-hmm. And all this, okay, so let's let's talk about that. When I was a kid growing up in an apartment in Brooklyn, my mom had a match-lit oven, and she never blew us up. And they, it didn't even have a pilot. She had to turn the gas on and stick a match in there to light it. Yeah, my grandmother had this one of those the, that we grew up with as well. 
Especially the, the oven part was the scariest. The cooktop was easy. It was the oven that was the tough one, John. Yeah, yeah, the oven, because you, you'd watch. And, and you had to crawl in there and light it. Go. Yeah, with one hand, she'd be turning the gas on, and the other one sticking a match in there. I know, I know. Oh, amazing. Never, wait. And never blew herself up. I know. Never burned her, you know. None of us ever. I'm did. sure though she's so what it is, she's probably like my grandma though, and still had the crock pot, you know, or the uh, the pressure cooker blow up. John, how did she keep her from blowing well, herself up without a license? <laughs> Good one. Uh, I don't know. You're going to have to ask. You know, it's the same. I'll give you the last example of ridiculous licensing. Now, when you retired from the NYPD, you got a concealed carry permit from the city. Okay. And you had to renew it every three years. You're a retired cop. I mean, you carried a gun for whatever 20-plus years, right? I mean, it's not like you're going to go crazy all of a sudden. Yeah, there's that half of 1% that might. In 2006, my dad called me, and we had moved out here a couple years before. He goes, hey, you want my guns? I said, why? What do you? He goes, the city's now going to charge us $300 every three years to renew our concealed carry license. Unreal. So I was like, yeah, I'll take them. And, you know, they, they're just two old 38s that work like nobody, to, you know, right. indestructible guns. You know what I'm saying, John, right? right? <laughs> old wheel and, guns. You know, he's, yeah, the, the old wheel guns, you know. That and a 45, I don't think he can really mess up. Pretty but tough. That's going to guns. But there's the city of New York, which now look at the crime rate. And what are we going got going on? And the last thing, I'm just going to go back to Jordan when he's talking about all these employees. When in 1995, when they did the uh, the Welfare Reform Act, uh, Ginrich and Clinton, right. you remember that? Yep. John, I know you do. Giuliani yes. took it and said, all right, I'm going to run with it. And he required everyone on public assistance to report for 20 hours a week of work fare. And he cut the rolls by a third. Andy, do you know why? Why? Because most of the people were working off the books under the table for cash in addition to drawing their pen, their of course. public assistance. And they couldn't leave that under-the-table job to go and show up for the work fair. So they just mm -hmm. didn't show up. They got pulled off the rolls. They never showed up again. The right. other thing they found out that there was a lot of uh, women with children that were on this that refused to marry their husband yep. because then they could get public assistance. That's right. You're and correct. that is You're yeah, correct. that is what and he cleaned it up. So and that last thing, that's what you guys need to clean up Denver right now is a Rudy Giuliani, but you'll never allow No, we're not gonna have like that. that. No. 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 John Unfortunately. Thanks. As always, man. One, appreciate it. You bet. Uh real quick before we go to break, this was a a little um quote that uh, Joe sent along with this from Ayn Rand. We are fast approaching the stage of the ultimate inversion, the stage where the government is free to do anything it pleases, while the citizens may act only by permission, which is the stage of the darkest periods of human history, the stage of rule by brute force. Yep. Yes. We Very are true. there. We have arrived. Yep, we are. And, and John just said it all, too, and we don't talk about this near enough. It's these, it, you know, yes, elections have consequences. Don't, don't get me wrong, because in a lot of cases, they're the ones that do the appointing of or the approval of these officials that we were just talking about that aren't elected. So, yes, I understand that the elected officials have, 
have a a place and they they in some cases can have influence upon whether that person stays or leaves. Fauci's a great example. But he's also a great example of how many administrations, Andy, has he survived through? How many? A lot. When a we lot. Come, when we come back from break, can we talk a little bit about that Anran statement and how that was applied during COVID and how some would like yes. to bring it back. Let's do it. We'll come right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. Affordable Interest Mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers. Find out what he can do for you on a mortgage today. 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Absolute electrical heating and air. Anything you need, again, when it comes to your HVAC or electrical in your house, including upgrades, 720-526-0231. When an unexpected emergency forces you to spend a lot of money, that can be a huge strain on your family. Absolute electrical heating and air will take care of you and your family no matter what. Offering peace of mind financing with a variety of options to meet your unique needs. Emergencies happen at the worst times, and because of that, when everything goes downhill, you're not always financially ready to make a large purchase. You should never have to question putting your family first, and that's why Absolute offers a variety of stress-free financing options. You can rest assured that fixing the problem today won't be a strain in the future. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air helps you meet your needs by keeping their home services affordable for you and your family. Easily schedule any service today at 720-526. 0231 or by visiting klzradio.com today and be sure to mention KLZ Radio and get a limited time $59 furnace tune-up offer. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, group insurance analysts, and you guys hear me talk about them a lot. They're a broker, by the way, where they will help you research and find the best deal for you, depending upon what you're looking for. Business insurance, for example, is a big deal. Not every broker even does business insurance, but GIA does. So whatever you need, they'll take care of you. 303-423-0162. I'm John Rush, host of several shows here at KLZ. Most of you have heard me talk about the cabin I lost in the Troublesome Fire up in Granby in October of 2020. But what most of you don't know is that it was insured through GIA, Group Insurance Analysts. Losing a home or anything near and dear to you is traumatic enough. The last thing any of us need is to fight with an insurance company to be made whole again. GIA not only helped me find the right insurance for a mountain property on the front side, they were with me through the entire claim. 
team. They even called to check on us prior to the fire as we all watched the news and knew it was getting close to our property. I can't say enough about how GIA and David Anderson helped us through this major life event. Losing your home is stressful in and of itself. Trust me, I can tell you that. But you can relieve some of that stress with the right company by your side. So for all your insurance needs, call GIA today at 303-423-0162. And if you have a mountain property, ask for David Anderson as he is their mountain home expert. Group insurance analysts, find them at klzradio.com. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, talking about licensing. Yeah, really quick, though, could you read the Ayn Rand yeah, thing yes, again? Yes, I sure can. Let me bring I want, that back. I want to remind up. people of what Ann said. We are fast approaching the stage of the ultimate inversion, the stage where the government is free to do anything it pleases, while the citizens may act only by permission, which is the stage of the darkest periods of human history, the stage of rule by brute force. Okay, now during COVID, when people could not choose on their own whether to go into this restaurant or that, whether to sit this close to each other or that far away from each other, whether to wear, whether a uh, restaurant should require masks of them or not, because any restaurant, I'm just using restaurants, but it's true of all businesses, I just want to use restaurants. Any restaurant could have simply put up what its COVID standards were. Correct. They could say we're mask-free. They could say uh, you, we require a mask. They could say uh, just our employees are masked. They could say we require vaccines. They could have done anything. And then the free market, we could have decided whether or not I want to go in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. By not allowing that and by putting down all their suffocating rules, we had a bunch of businesses go out of business. They collapsed. And this is with stealing cajillions of our tax money and giving it to them to try to prop them up through it. And they still went under, John. Mm -hmm. They still went under. And by the way, it also created a whole dent in the economy because we changed the flight pattern of the consumer. The consumer is used to going to this restaurant all the time, that restaurant, and they got used to cooking at home. You see where I'm going with mm -hmm. this? Yeah. Okay. Because we had to ask for permission how to live, both the yep. restaurant and the consumer, we were destroyed. Yep. Beyond our control. Yep. And we wouldn't have been. Yep. Do you I see agree. what I'm saying with the inversion there? Yes. And just so some of you may, you probably already know this, but in case you didn't, I went to the Dora website, and on each page, let me see here and What's quick. Dora again? Division of Regulatory Agencies right. here in Colorado. It's Colorado only. Let's see, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16. Okay, there's about 20 listings per page, 130 pages. Okay. So 20 by 130. Charlie, really quick, what is that? Yeah, 2,600. Yeah. Yeah. 600 and, I don't know, some. 600 and some odd. Yeah. Almost, almost 700. Different areas. That you have to have a license for to do. These are business licenses, by the way, not all sorts of other different things that are out there, just business only. One of them, by the way, you can't be a boxer without a license. What? <laughs> I'm reading it. So you got to, wait, you got to get a license to beat the hell out of somebody? Yes. Legally in the ring. It's, it's the Division of Combative Sports. My gosh. You cannot be a boxing promoter. 
without a license. You cannot run a, 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 a scenic charter bus without a license. Uh, we know about electricians and contractors and so on. You know, they, doctors, we've, you know, we've, we've, you know, of course, we've talked about that, you know, a lot through the last well, few years. Well, and there's another thing. Uh, okay, all the doctors are licensed. Did that keep us any safer during COVID? Absolutely not. Actually, it was worse. And, in fact, John... How much do you trust the medical community now? Zero. I don't at all. I don't have any and, trust. And didn't they used to be the ones you trusted the most? Yeah, I don't have any trust, Andy. It's went away. And yeah. even, even Dr. Kelly will tell you that she has lost almost all faith in her own community. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, and I don't want to go too deep into this, but a hospital near here, in my opinion, killed somebody very important and special to me because mm -hmm. they would not listen to any of the standards, and I was even on the phone with Dr. Kelly trying to figure out how to get them to do the right things. They wouldn't do it, and everything they did had the exact results that Dr. Kelly predicted, mm -hmm. and they drove this person into the grave. Yep. Okay, that is, and they're all licensed, John. I, I, can, I cannot simply freely choose where to go, where I want to go, what, what to do. No, you're told what, where to go. What treatments that right. I wanted to use. Had we been able to choose, to and by the way, for this person's mate their spouse, we did not send them to the hospital. We chose our own treatments. That person's alive today. Night and day. By the way, you can't be a house mover, so you can't even move somebody's stuff without a license. Now, what about, uh, I guess you'd, what about registration, though? Would you at least want somebody to have to register because what if they rob somebody? You want them to be findable. Okay, so make sure they're bonded and insured. You can do that yourself as a homeowner. How, how big a deal is that? I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Again, I don't think they should be licensed I, Again, either. there's ways, you, you know, even like with car repair. Okay. Like with car repair, I said, I said earlier. There's ways to find out who's really above the board and who's not. You know, we have the Internet today especially. We've got reviewers. We've got all sorts of things that will tell you whether somebody's legit or if they're a total flake. Why do we need almost 700 different licenses, Andy, to do business in Colorado? Okay, well, after the next break, I would like you or anybody who wants to call in and, and you know, or text in to give me f maybe five. And if you want to just give one, that's fine. Things that should be licensed. Okay. Five things, five, five different things that should be. Okay. All right. Challenge. Okay. 303-477-5600. I'll throw that out to you guys. Call in. Give us different things you feel should be licensed. Or you could even say what shouldn't be. Geno's Auto Service is next. Again, talking about auto repair and the fact that, no, Geno's is not licensed. Yeah, they got sales tax licenses and all the things they need there. It's a very high-end repair shop. They do a great job. In fact, Steve has served on the association's board that I mentioned a moment ago. So very, very high-end when it comes to all of that. And, and it does a really good job of helping police our own industry. 303-794-6700. That's Geno's Auto Service. Geno'sAutoService.com. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Service's alignment and tire rotation special. Winter in Colorado can be tough on your car. Now through the end of the month, get your vehicle aligned and all four tires rotated for just $99.99. 
for just $99.99. Geno's can also check to see that your heater is working properly with the cold months ahead. At Geno's, we know a well-maintained vehicle will last and take care of you. For over 39 years, Geno's has been serving customers along the front range. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with a Napa Peace of Mind warranty covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Geno's Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, who, yes, he is licensed, and yes, in that world, you most likely, I would agree, need to be licensed when it comes to handling people's finances and what you're doing with the moving of their money and so on. And yes, Al meets all those requirements. Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. Your kids need to start planning for retirement. Golden Eagle Financial and Al Smith can help them get started on their retirement plans now. A small amount of time and money today can make a huge difference for their financial future. Beginning at 20 versus 40 is not a linear difference. It's exponential. With compound interest, that investment will grow exponentially so your children can accumulate more money for a successful retirement. Introducing your children to retirement planning early allows you to set them up for a financially successful future and enables them to handle a financial emergency without relying on your help. Getting them started with a solid retirement plan through Golden Eagle Financial today will not only save both of you money, but can also create wealth for them down the road. Call Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial now. 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. Or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. Your business probably overpaid on taxes in 2022. John Rush pays his wage in what he can save you in taxes. Accountants are not always efficient tax planners. And when your business doesn't have one, you need to utilize John's background of 40 years in the industry as your resource for business-first tax planning. John has been doing taxes for his businesses since his early 20s and helps ensure you're looking at everything correctly. You should be planning your taxes early and quarterly with guidance from someone who has years of first-hand experience on how to do it right. Avoid overpaying on your taxes this year and email John Rush now for a better tax strategy before the March 15th corporate tax return date at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. Listen online, klzradio.com. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, myself, Andy, and Charlie. Okay, I put it to you. The five five things things where you should need a license. I just mentioned Al Smith from Golden Eagle Financial, and people handling other people's money, there probably needs to be some sort of test to make sure that, you know, somebody's able to handle that in a correct manner okay but let me say this l smith is great at that and he would be without the license true and the free market would still dictate that he needs to be good at that if he's losing you know if he's wrecking people's finances bring up a great point he would succeed with or without the license he happens to have it but he would succeed without it no you bring up a great point uh electricians you think so to a certain level, yes. Do we take it too far? Yes. Explain. 
I think there are basic things that could be done by even some handyman services and so on that aren't probably even licensed, but they still do some handyman-type work that involves electricity, which, frankly, personally, I have no issues with. Now, technically, if they're not a licensed electrician, they're breaking the law by doing that. Well, and also, as an electrician, you're dealing with the grid. Yes. The public grid. Correct. Okay, and maybe and there's they public, want you... There's safety involved, and there's potential for fire and other things if you're not doing things correctly. Same thing with plumbers. You could say the same thing about a plumber. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Because if things aren't done correctly, you would have a problem. All right, I'm going to put some of these on hold for Charlie really quick to help him out because all the lines lit up at once. So if I just put you on hold, hang tight. Charlie will get you here in just a minute, screen your call, and we'll get you on. We've got a few minutes left here is all. We don't have a lot of time left, but we'll we'll get them up. Uh, David, you're next. Go ahead. Hi, this is David. Hey, David. Hey, how are you guys? Good, sir. Doing well, sir. So uh, let me preface this conversation by saying I do not like any more government involvement in anybody's life. You're like us. But like plumbing, uh, I'm a plumber, and that should be regulated for obvious reasons, uh, public health, uh, electricians, like you said, accounting people, handling money. But when it comes down to... Uh, like the hairdressers, right? And yeah, people like that. And, well, if you look at it this way, I think a lot of their training has to do with being clean and disinfecting products. Correct. And because you go cut somebody's hair and they've got lice, and then you don't clean things up and then give somebody else uh, something. So I think people that are in contact with multiple people might need some sort of regulation. Well, but on the same token, David, and I'm not arguing with you, but in the day and age now where we've got the Internet and you've got the ability to really publicly have an outcry over somebody that would violate, which, by the way, can still be violated even with the licensing and permits that are required because I've even been the victim of some of that in the past. So just because they're licensed and quote-unquote above the board doesn't mean they're still doing everything exactly the way they're supposed to because there's not enough you know, p- people around to police what they're doing. So, David, in that case, you know, the, the public opinion and the reviews and Google and Yelp and so on still handle all of that for you. Well, and also, whatever happened to the free market, couldn't they just, would, if somebody keeps their area clean and does it that well, wouldn't they just advertise that? Yes, and you'd have more customers anyways. Yeah, clean standards and right. so forth. Well, I mean, you guys and everybody's probably that's listening probably experienced it. There's people out there that cut corners, right? Yes. And there's reviews out there, and those are kind of subjective because I've been to places that have been, let's say, 4.5, went there, and I was like, well, that's a two in my book. Yeah, it's because the brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and all the nieces and nephews gave them the reviews. Yeah, Yeah, they pile in. (laughs) And and I don't agree with the 2,600 and some, but some of it probably, and like I said, I in no way want any more... Uh, government involvement whatsoever but uh well you know know, and i really i tried my best to start off with what i feel is a good example industry wise of my own industry the automotive industry in colorado where in colorado you do not have to have a license to run a repair shop and david you and i both know that when it comes to public safety that one is probably towards the top of the list of what some folks would say 
You don't? I had no idea you didn't have to have any kind of a license to run a repair shop. No, we police it pretty well amongst ourselves. The public does a good job also. And the reality, David, is even though it's unlicensed, again, I asked the question, how many days do you read on the headline news that somebody died from somebody getting fixed, you know, their car being fixed at an auto repair place in Colorado? You don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess in those terms, how does an auto repair place know that a guy didn't go home and Jack is uh, – or, or or gal, jack his front tire up and mess with the brakes because they thought it was different, and then put the tire back on there, get in an accident. That you know. Oh, we can tell. That, that's a that one's a pretty easy. Uh, yeah, terrain, no, that, and that one we've know, got enough investigative that. folks that can that can fix. Uh, David, good great comments by the way. Thanks for calling. I got to take our last break. We'll come right back. K and our home transitions. That one is regulated as well. Both of the ladies, Catherine and Robin, have to be licensed to do what they do. Call them right now. Anything you need real estate wise, seven two zero four three seven eighty two ten. To attract the right buyer for your home, you need a complete understanding of your direct competition. Realtors Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions know exactly how to help you navigate selling your home in a changing market. By identifying exactly who your competition is, you'll actually go to see similar listings in your area. So you know how to tailor your home sale and pricing to stick out to buyers. Kat and Robin identify the right strategies by actively monitoring your competition every day. Using real-time monitoring and the NMLS, they can give you updates on how things are changing in your area with expert guidance on how to keep your home ahead of the others. Choose the real estate team that puts you steps ahead of your competition and get two experts for the price of one. Set up your free consultation now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. Dell, I got 30 seconds. You're on. Go ahead, sir. One industry that's not required a license is the locksmith industry. Ah, good one. And um, because of that, we wound up, we've had to deal with what we call renegade locksmiths that are foreigners that came in here that claimed to be locksmiths, and they couldn't tell you the difference between a Phillips screwdriver and a regular screwdriver. Right. But we're locksmiths, and it they were really ripping the people off. Hmm. I mean, okay. they were going in, unlocking houses, and telling the people they had high, high security locked with, Quick set locks and then selling them a, a wow. lock that was cheaper than a quick set for 30, 40 times more than what they paid for it. I'll leave it at that. Dell, thank you. That's another example. All right, we'll be back. Myself, Andy, Charlie, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.